Hey guys, welcome to the second episode of The Kitchen Table with Thomas 2020. This week we are continuing our conversation about following Christ in college. Uh, this week we'll be talking specifically about disciplines. Um, and if you continue all the way to the end, we will answer questions um, about relationships and all fun kind of stuff. So uh, you guys stay tuned and I uh, hope you enjoy. Hey guys, uh, welcome back to the kitchen table um, with the Thomas House Boys. This is Trey. Um, I just want to thank you guys so much for all the support and all the feedback you gave us. Um, right now, we are talking about what it's like to be a follower of Christ in college. Last week, we talked about something pretty important um, community. This week, we will be talking about some good godly disciplines or mm. just disciplines in general. Beautiful. Sweet. That's great. Sweet. Okay, so, you know, as. Um, a follower in Christ, uh, my first question would be like, what would we define discipline? Like, what are some disciplines that us um, being followers should strive for? I think, <clears throat> so So for me, I, I when I came to realize that uh, Christianity was a relationship with Christ, I viewed it as like, and, and it's talked about in scripture all the time, of how relationship of Christ and the church is like a marriage. And so, like, disciplines, like, what are disciplines you, you know, what are what are ways you're disciplined in, in serving your wife and, and loving your wife in a relationship with your wife? And I think most imp- one of the most important is um, time spent, right? Mm-hmm. So, again, talking about quality time, quiet time, intentional time. Um, so, and that, <clears throat> that can look like a variety of different things. Um, scripture reading is great because, like, okay, let's think of it again as, as yeah. like a wife relationship. You're learning about your wife. And like, as you learn more about your wife, that intimacy grows because intimacy is knowing the person. And so, so getting in the word, I think, um, is one of, is one of the, cause I mean, you're spending time with, with God and you're also learning about God. Yeah. 100%. yeah. And I think of it like, like friendships too. Like, you know, you say wife and, and it's, it's the same example. It's probably just more applicable to me, Trey and Tristan. They're just, <laughs> we're not, uh, we're not as close as. Um, Jacob might be, you know, obviously, uh, you know, we can talk more applicable or practical for us would be, um, you know, spending quality time with our friends. Like you learn, like say me and Tristan, you know, hang out. The more I hang out with him, the more I learn about him. It's like, you know, God is a mystery at, at his core. You know, we can never wrap our minds around him, but the only way that we can come close or we can do that process of sanctification, becoming more like Christ is if we learn more about him, you know, and we understand where his heart is um, and what he says about us that can um, allow us to pursue him, you know, and that's why discipline is so important is because it almost, it keeps us in check, you know, doing things that sometimes we don't always want to do, you know. What, what would a structured or intentional uh, quality time with the Lord look like practically? Hmm. And that's that. That's open for me. That's just Carter. Um, for me, the way I read and do go through the Word in the morning, I started the year trying to go through it chronologic or not chronologically, canologically, front to cup, front cover to back cover. Got to numbers, and I wanted to just go back to bed in the mornings. <laughs> so I decided I should probably try reading something else for a little yeah, while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I skipped ahead to. 
Yeah, that yeah, was a grind, though, too. Yeah. Um, got to, so I decided um, through talking with one of my friends, a uh, tongue Christian, I uh, decided to go through First Samuel on my own. And then, so I decided, you know, if I wake up in the mornings, I'm spending an hour before I have to go to work. I have plenty of time to go through a chapter of First Samuel and a chapter of Acts a day. And then it turned into, I for no really no real reason, I just started going through just Acts, and I've been really enjoying it. But I like to, I like to just read straight through the chapter I decide I'm going to read that morning, and then break it down more. And I have a study Bible which allows me to, you know cheat a little bit on understanding some parts I don't fully understand and then on those things that that doesn't necessarily help me on I like to look things up and then every day I try to come up with something to write in journal that I've took away from each section along with writing down like my prayer for that morning and that doesn't necessarily mean that's my only prayer for the day obviously but it's like definitely my longest and biggest one yeah um Something, obviously, the word is, reading the word every day is very, very important. But I've noticed, like, throughout my day when I'm, like, bored or have nothing to do, like, let's say I'm in a space between classes and I'm, like, I've scrolled through Instagram, I've played all my games, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and, uh, like, I'm, like, what do I do now? Like, do I just, like, get on Instagram, like, look at the Explorer bar and see what's going on? Like, no, like, I can literally, like open up my YouVersion Bible app and, like, yeah. work on uh, memory scripture. Um, yeah. Do a plan that they have in there. It's great. Like, it doesn't just, like, there are great disciplines, but, like, what can what else can you be doing to, like, lead to more disciplines? Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, like, there's plenty of time throughout the day. And, and, again, technology assists so much in that. You can set reminders. You can, like, you know, <coughs> do all these things. Um, and for me, um, getting in the word has always been one of my biggest struggles. Um, <clears throat> we talked about last week, like getting into leadership. So like now, you know, I have to prep studies. I have to do all these things for other people. Yeah. And, but th- that intentional time for my personal relationship with Christ is super important. Um, so I think another part of that discipline of reading is getting appropriate amount of sleep to read in the morning or, um, not be as tired at the end of the day when yeah. you read wherever you space that time out. But again, being intentional with that. Um, but I, I kind of had a question um, for Tristan or anyone that really wants to answer it. But um, <clears throat> you were talking about um, how you read um, like a chapter of Acts um, and then you journaled. Um, and I just kind of wanted to go around the room because um, each of us are different in how we, we read scripture. And there's a bunch of different ways to read scripture. Right. Scripture is like, like the Bible is so cool because there's so many different like Psalms. So like you read Psalms and it's like talks about God's character and like awesome things God does. And then like Proverbs, it's like, you know, really applicable things of like how to pursue a woman or like what does manhood look like? Or, um, it's very, it's kind of, kind of topical and walks through it that way. Whereas in the new Testament, you can walk through the gospel and like read, read, you know, Jesus. So right. like, like understanding there's multiple ways to, to read scripture. What are like your, um, like disciplined ways that you, read scripture um for me one of the biggest things is i haven't always necessarily had the general bible knowledge that (laughs) that a lot of people have and at least in our friend group 
And so for me, the, the discipline is just getting into it and learning more about these stories and these parables that I've heard friends use in conversation and use as examples in other Bible studies and other situations that I'm like, oh yeah, I heard about that one time, but I don't actually know it. So for me, it's about, I don't know if I'm misinterpreting your question, but for me, it's about like, it's, I have this motivation to finally read things that I haven't read before, but have heard in conversation. And part of me thinks I misinterpreted that question. No, completely. no, no. And, and but, I mean, that kind of makes me think of like the purpose of why I asked that question. So a lot of new believers mm-hmm. or young believers or unbelievers, it's like, um, they are so intimidated by the Bible and right. it, it, it can be an intimidating yeah. because it's so big. Right. And there's so much confusion of like old Testament. So I think, there's a lot of confusion of like, oh, I need to read this from Genesis all the way through. Right. And then none of it makes no, any I sense. No, I tried that. Because, yeah. Not the, it, yeah. An yeah. ESV, I got an ESV Bible. For example, <laughs> met up with my mentor today. We read Hebrews 7. And ESV didn't understand a word of it. Mm. Well, obviously we understood it, but the individual... We read through it. We're like, we looked at each other. I'm like, do you have any idea what that's talking about? He says, no. So we instantly pull out our version Bible apps, put it on a different translation, and read it. We're like, wow, that makes a lot more mm-hmm. sense. Right. Right. And so reading straight through at this point, I don't think I could do it just from the pure like, oh man, when you get to numbers and it's like, yeah. and there were 80,000 people in the tribe of XYZ and it does that for three pages. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? I'm an engineer, but I hate numbers right now. <laughs> and it's like, this is the most bored I have ever been right. reading about but there, numbers. But there's a purpose for right, that. Right, absolutely. Like, but starting there and like trying to work your way through that is is really hard and un oh and, yeah and for sure there's awesome like like matthew's a great gospel mm-hmm. to read mm-hmm. or or john mm-hmm. starting in john reading the gospel there it's like okay you know i've heard people talk about jesus like i right. know he was a good person like um you know he did some pretty cool stuff like all these things but like start in the gospel or start in the new testament or um so there's you, you don't have to start at the beginning it's, it's kind of I guess my purpose of that. And there's multiple ways to, to, right. to, to read the Bible. So like for me, like I'll read, it's kind of similar to Tristan, like I'll read like, so I'm in Romans right now and Romans is really, really heavy, um, really deeper stuff. Um, and I really like it, but I have to read like three or four, pat, three or four verses at a time and then really like interpret that and say, okay, what is this? What is this saying? And then like studying it, it's like, okay, is this talked about in the Old Testament? Like where is this talked about yeah. in the Old Testament? And that's, there's so much like, so much um like things like applicable things you can use to help you with that like a study bible or like right. an online commentary from yeah. you know yeah. someone i don't know right. what, what do you guys think i i'm i'm gonna ask a question and i'm also gonna answer it so uh, <laughs> yeah because this is our podcast yeah like, like there's only there three no rules there's four of us in here so like i'm gonna go ahead and pass kind of uno skip every single one of you um, and then come back to me uh, but I, I want to say what's what's the most important thing about reading the Bible, right? And it is um, obviously you're reading it to learn more about Jesus and get closer to Jesus. Um, but the biggest thing for me um, and the question that I would say is what's the most important thing you can do to make that experience the best as possible? And that's commitment, right? When you commit to something, 
you stick to it through thick and thin. Numbers was tough. You know, Tristan, I'm not going to get on to you. I'm not. You're an engineer. You can handle numbers. But, you know, being secondary education, they're a little tougher on me. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's, it's numbers. It's fine. I'll read numbers. But once they start throwing letters in there, you know? That, Why is I'm, there an X in this I, equation? I was going to say, like, uh, but with that being said, commitment, because there's going to be times when the Bible is slow. There's going to be times when the Bible is not offering maybe something that you're going through. There's going to be a time when you read something that's not, like, how does that apply to me? You know, maybe something about, like, um, relationships, you know, I, I'm not experiencing that right now um, on a marriage standpoint, but what I can take out of it is um, like something to look forward to in the future, but when you need strength now, you have to com- commit to the word and commit to your plan, because in life, it's not always going to be you know, the ups, or it's not always going to be what you think it is, and that's the, how the Bible is, is because it's the word of God. God is not Exact. Like we can't put our hand on what he is, so we can't we can't commit to something we think is going to be the way we think it is. God's going to reveal right. stuff to us um, how he wants to, and the the way I think of that, um, and the consistency of it. If you commit to something, you know the Bible tells us to be um, like with it, regardless of when it's thick and thin. And I'm going to say this at First Thessalonians fifteen. Um, number five seventeen, and it said like pray without ceasing, right? And I feel like that's a discipline is to pray. You know, I I think feel like we can get into that in a little bit, but um, pray without ceasing. Read your Bible without, you know. I'm not gonna say stopping. Obviously, read your Bible on your plan without maybe doubting when the next time you're gonna read it is. Don't read your Bible without. Um, when you started talking about commitment, like to me. The days that I think for me like go the best and I'm like feeling just the best about life are the days that I do wake up every morning and I have that disciplined quiet time where I'm just spending the time in the word. Whereas, you know, some days I stay up too late studying for a test or doing homework or whatever else I'm doing. And I wake up the next day like, oh, woke up late, got to get to work, don't have time right now. And it just doesn't feel the same. But so having that discipline and that commitment to, oh, I'm going to go to bed earlier so I can wake up earlier than I need to to get into the Word yeah. and be committed to it to no matter what's being thrown at me in that, where I'm at in the Word, it's still going to help me just yeah. throughout my day. You yeah, because it's not you know always the, easy. So. You know what this reminds me of? What? Being committed to something that's not, I'm not always going to feel like doing it. It sounds a lot like yeah. marriage to me Mary. or relationships to me. And that's like, like I was saying, it's, it's like... It's like back. <laughs> God, guru, it's like getting back to like what I was talking. About. I was like, you're not always gonna love your wife, and like wives, you're not always gonna like feel that love. You're not always gonna want to do that. But commitment is like okay, like I'm committing to this. Like I know that this is gonna pay off. Like I know this sacrifice is, is worth it because it's it's a like God says it's good for me. Like and learning more about Him, spending this time with Him. Um, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be good for me. Um, and, and I trust and I trust that it is, and I'm not going to want to do it all the time. And even in quiet times, like, you know, I have quiet times all the time where it's like, I don't feel like emotionally drawn to this passage or like, I'm not necessarily currently struggling, struggling with this, this, um, sin struggle or whatever the, whatever the passage is talking about. And that's okay. But there's going to be a season in your life when like the spirit works through that. It's like, Oh, like I read this like three months ago and now I'm, now I'm faced with this, 
obstacle that's exactly like this passage was that I read three months ago. Um, and, and like I said, it's an investment and it's, it's really similar to a relationship of like, I don't really want to do this, but I know it's what I need to do kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, something I did a few weeks ago, just got done with it. Um, is actually writing down like scripture. So a really good book to do this with is Philippians. It's only 104 verses. So if you like do three verses a day, you'll be done with like within a month. And like the cool thing about writing it down is like, not only do you read it, but you like, you read it and you think it and you see it and you get to meditate on it. And it's so amazing because like, there are so many times throughout the day where I was like, I could apply like just three verses to like something in my life that day. And it was just absolutely amazing. Yeah. I highly encourage that you do that. Yeah. And, and like, I mean, like we've been talking about, it's not easy and none of us are perfect in it. No one's perfect in it. Um, there's days we all struggle with it. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I would say, you know, even compared to you guys, like I probably am not even close to the best or even, you know, one of the best in our group, but, <clears throat> but I will say like, it's something I, it, I think it's worth striving for. Um, and, and it definitely, you know, grows your affection for the Lord and, yeah. and understanding of the Lord. And like, you know, if, if you're active in ministry, it's like, you know, I might not be struggling with this, but you know, person I don't even know yet that's going to come up to me, you know, a week from now. And it's like, oh, dude, I literally read this passage, you know, four days ago. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I can share that with him. And that's, you know, that's the way God intended, you know, the word to be shared. So, yeah. So what are uh, other disciplines? I know we talked about like getting in the word, like um, your perception on like following Christ and like constantly being like the prayer without ceasing, like what are some things we can do to remind us that discipline is important? Like maybe even like, um, Trey, do you think you, you can? Um, I have something in mind. It's just like what you allow yourself to take in, like visually and audible, like what the music you listen to, the stuff you follow the on Instagram or Twitter. To. Yeah, exactly. The podcast <laughs> you listen to. Um, just stuff like that. Like literally what Come comes in and what flames. goes out. So if you're like feeling yourself with Jeezy or... <laughs> There's a verse in the Let's make something clear. Right? We have all been there. It may have been at some point today, but it's oh, yeah. all happened. Jeezy, he's dropped some sweet Not songs necessarily just Jeezy. <laughs> well, I'm telling you, he's not dropping a gospel. <laughs> so I'm tell you that. <laughs> but no, what, what Trey has, I mean, when Shut he says it has a lot of validity. <laughs> has a lot of validity. It's like, and that's you know part of the community mm. we talked about last week. Uh, part of the community we talked about last week is, A, surrounding yourself with people that are going to point you towards Christ. Absolutely. B, like, surrounding yourself with the scripture of, like, what God says, like, like, we don't have any other thing to really guide us except for our understanding of the Scripture and the Spirit. Yeah. And um, the Spirit's like the wind. You know, it comes and goes as it pleases. Whereas, like, we literally have the, we have the Bible on our phones. Like, you can literally, you can read it at any time. Yeah. In almost any language we really and want almost, to. Yeah, majority of languages. So it's, like, super interesting. But I think another discipline um, that I've been huge on and, like, have found a lot of this, like, comfort and peace is just praying like i know that like it kind of gets talked about a lot but it's like you literally can do it any time of day and like any like any small insignificant thing i feel is like you know it's like i instantly can talk to god about it yeah and so it's like 
it's like it's like you can do it you can do it literally anywhere at any time and i just i just installed uh an app uh it's called echo and so you can like you open it you click one you click one button and you can enter in a prayer request and you can set reminders <laughs> and you can you can set you can set reminders and stuff so it's like super cool and it'll send you a reminder and so like i've got all you guys plugged into it i've got many other people in my ministry um and like stuff for myself and yeah. uh, just general things that i want to pray about and throughout the day i'll get a notification and it's like oh hey like um have you thought about you know tristan and like he talked about this uh last week like pray you two seconds two or three seconds just lift up the guy be like hey god like thank you so much for tristan thank you for impact he's had in my life uh god i just i just pray that you help him with this situation um and again i just pray that you encourage him and the spirit moves through. boom done it's like you got me crying in the club right now <laughs> <laughs> shut up, shut but it's up. like it, it's so simple um and it, it, it people there's a, diff, a lot of different ways to pray and um uh, but it's so easy and like you can do it so readily. And, um, I think it's really important to be intentional. It's like, Hey, like I know you're struggling with this. I will pray for you on this. And like, it's so cool to actually see like, Hey, I've been praying for you for this, for you for like two months now. And it's finally coming around. Like all glory be to God. Like, yeah, that's, it's, it's so cool. And that's one area where I've been uh, really, really just really enjoying it. It's awesome. All right, well, we got some fire questions submitted from fans, so we're going to go ahead and cut this section off and uh, get back on this topic probably next week and just continue with this discussion. Um, if you guys have any ideas for like other topics that we can add on to our we're future We're always list. open to, to suggestions, and you can give those suggestions at the new Instagram page for the podcast since we had such an amazing showing from you all. We decided to go ahead and make a page for it. It's at the kitchen table pod on Instagram, and you can give us all suggestions, any questions you want our answers to for on there, and uh, or complaints. Or <laughs> we'll take complaints. We're always looking to improve and do this the best we can. So we'll be right back with a few fan questions, book review, and a quote of the week from Jacob. All right, be back in a minute. Hey guys, Jacob here. Um, I was just want to reach out um, if you guys had any questions on any of the topics we covered today or any questions on um, what it means to follow Christ. Um, we would love to hear those questions um, and provide you ample opportunities um, for answers um, and also point you in the right direction of uh, maybe a church to join or a, a small group to get plugged into because that's really important for us. Um, we love you guys and we appreciate you listening. Thanks. Welcome back, guys. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the first half of our podcast. The second half is going to be uh, less structured, which means more fun. Um, I'm really excited. So I, uh, like I said, I have a job on campus, um, and my coworker this week, I'm going to talk about my quote, um, my coworker this week, I was making fun of him because he drank Folgers coffee. Mm. And I think it tastes disgusting. You can drink it out of necessity. That's fine. Like, I don't enjoy it personally, but to each their own, I guess. And I was making fun of him. He said, Folgers coffee is like the Foo Fighters of coffee. And I was like, what the heck is that supposed to mean? He's like, everyone, everyone, it's American. Everyone understands it. It's like, you know, consumed regularly. I don't know. It's kind of an interesting thought. 
what you guys thought. Mm-hmm. Mm. I personally, I don't drink coffee. I drink Diet Coke. <laughs> I, I, Sponsor Diet Coke. Listen, I, I, I know some people might have some arguments against it, and they've said things like, it's brown water. Um, I'll drink brown water any day <laughs> over Folder, Folgers, Folgers Coffee, right? Yeah. Folgers. Yeah. Folgers Coffee. Okay. So far removed from the coffee uh, community, he can't even enunciate Folgers. I know. That's tough. I, know. That's, I, I just I have no idea. I can't imagine that lifestyle. No. I, for one, have at least two to three cups of coffee a day of whatever I can get my hands on. Yeah. I think at some point in college, it's like, okay, I'm drinking this out of necessity. But then it's like you get the occasional treat of like, wow, this is like not bad coffee. Well, when I go to to Walmart to get my coffee and I see, oh, there's really high quality Starbucks Pike Place. I can get a really tiny bag for $10 or for $9, I can get a huge tub of Folgers to last me three months. I'm going to do the Folgers because your boy much broke. Was it? How much was it? Literally $9 for dang. a huge yeah, tub. I just made a hand dang. gesture. It's quality over it. quantity, right? <clears throat> yeah. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> for me, it's not there. Foo Fighters, though. I'm a big Foo Fighters fan. Yeah. I saw them concert. Yeah, I don't really, listen to them. Really enjoyed their music. <laughs> I've heard one good song by them, and it's literally the Kung Fu Fighting song. So. That's, that's <laughs> that is not who that is. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Are you uh, serious? I, I'm like I, I want to say I was just kidding, there, <laughs> but I really wasn't. Uh, uh, and with that, we're gonna let Trey talk about it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Moving on. You're forgetting that happened. Hey, you can edit that out if you. Nope. Want to. It's <laughs> it. it a choice on that. Um, no, I'm really, really happy that we actually talked about reading the Bible as a godly discipline yeah. in the first half of our podcast because. The books, that's right, plural, Mm. um, I want to talk about is actually a set of books called Bible Savvy. And it is a set of books that basically, not necessarily teach you, but almost like give you an enlightening way to read the Bible. So these are, there's four books. The first one is called Epic. And Epic is basically like a storyline of the Bible. It like tells it in complete chronological chronological order. Um, It's kind of split up. He kind of splits it up too into like, um, so you have books of the law, which would be the first five books of the Bible, um, books of wisdom, which would be books like um, Psalms and Proverbs, books of the Kings, so First Second Kings, First Second Samuel, and uh, books of the prophets. So basically, like almost the entire second half of right. the Old Testament. Old Testament. And then there's the Gospels and the Epistles. Is this is this a reading plan? Or is it an actual book? No, like it's an actual book. It okay. just like walks you through it all. Yeah. The second <clears> book is called Foundation, and Foundation like. Um, a lot of people who might not necessarily be Christian be like, how do I know the Bible is the truth or God's word? And like that book talks all about that and like how they like put it together, like what they decided was going in because you know, there's Paul wrote more than just the letters that are in the new Testament. Like, so like they decided like which ones go in and stuff like that. Um, the third one is context, which is super important. It talks about like the historical context of the Bible, um, the literary context, the theological context, and like the immediate context. So reading that is super important. And the last one is the most important, of course, because um, um, you can't have all this knowledge and then not apply it. So the first, the third, the fourth book, I'm sorry, the fourth book is called Walk. And they actually set it up, it's like, they have this acronym called COMA. So when you're reading, what you want to think is COMA. So the C stands for context. So like, who's writing it? where are they when they're writing it? What time period are they writing in? Who are they writing it to? Like, for instance, like um, a couple of the Gospels, uh, Matthew and Luke. So Matthew is uh, written more directly toward 
the Jews because the genealogy only goes to Abraham, where mm-hmm. Luke, the entire genealogy goes all the way to Adam. Yeah, and like so in like, Matthew too, like it's all <clears throat> prophecy that the yeah, Jewish people a lot know. of prophecy, and so it's <clears throat> continuing to prove that Christ is the Messiah. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. So that is C context. Yeah. Um, the second one O is observation. So like little things you notice, like um, heck at Axios uh, last week, not last week, a couple weeks ago when we were reading about how Jesus was the bread of life. You know how many times it said the bread of life in those span of like 30, 40 verses? It said it so much. So like that is a huge reoccurring theme right there. And then which leads into M, message. So like what are you getting from what you're reading? And A, of course, is application. So how are you going to apply what you learned to your everyday life? Because like we don't want to be smarter sinners. Like we want to take what we know and apply it to our everyday life to help people and glorify God. Right, yeah. not just not just readers of the word, but doers of the right, word. Right, Plus, if you take out the A and coma, it's just com. Yeah, right. And just like, like, dot com. That's like way less cool, you know what I'm and saying? And if you added another M, it'd be comma, which is super weird. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe... I think they were really smart. <laughs> I think they were smart in choosing an acronym, okay? Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, they were. <clears throat> they were. But I know last week I gave a rating. Um, this week I'll give another rating. I love it. Like it's for a important, set. I guess. Yeah, this is a set. Okay. I wouldn't say too many numbers, though. I wouldn't say too many numbers because Tristan might log off. <laughs> You're right. You're right. <laughs> uh, Tristan, Tristan just sat down his headset and, and walked off. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to give it a, a good 4.9. Oh, Ooh. my gosh. Yeah. Out of 10, guys. You heard that. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just out of 5. I'm just kidding. Oh, boy. That's awesome, Trey. All right. So we asked you all to submit some questions. Mm-hmm. Carter and I both posted on our Instagram stories at with the little question bubble. Yeah. We got a lot of not so serious questions. We didn't. We got a, a couple, literally a couple fire serious ones. Mm. But we're gonna run through some of these not so serious ones really quickly. These are directed directly towards me. Uh, th- <laughs> my friend, they these three don't know what they are, so I'm gonna let them laugh at them and my responses. <laughs> the first one comes from Margo, straight out of Tulsa. Said, "How did you get your mad balling skills?" If you had been at our game last night, you would have known that's a lie. <laughs> the next one comes... Determined? That was a lie. That, that <laughs> was a lie. The second one comes from my sister, Tatum Morris, out of uh, Lubbock. She says, "In for context, I opened up the Instagram story by saying, Hey, what's up, party people? She replies... Don't ever say party people again. That bothered me. Thank you. Tatum, I'm going to say what I want to say. Thank you very much. Not a much. question, but okay. Not a question, but I felt the need to address like a, it in the that sounded public like a forum. fortune cookie from Panda. <laughs> All right. The next one is open, not for discussion, because we're not going to waste this much time on it, because I also think we're all on the same page. Does pineapple belong on pizza? Absolutely Jacob. not. Jacob. Being the culinary guy uh, that I am. If you say yes, you can walk out right now. I personally do not like pineapple on pizza. Thank God. But. Praise Jesus. But (laughs) I don't think we should be limiting our option on pizza toppings. That's fair. But also, I saw something on Twitter the other day. Someone had put mayonnaise as their main sauce on a a pizza, cheese, and peas. That's kind of weird, but you I've it. had I've, I've had pizza. Get this, I've had pizza that had mustard and ketchup for the and then cheese, cheeseburger and pizza and pickles. That's fine. It was good. I'm about yeah. it. See, but not pineapple. The textures don't mix well. Tray. Yeah, that's my opinion. Let me tell you something about 
pineapple on okay, pizza. Okay, you got 30 seconds. It just doesn't belong. I feel like people who like pineapple on pizza are the same people who think cereal is a soup. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That's All right, next, Carter. Uh, pineapple on pizza... I mean, it's a no for me, dog. <laughs> Fair. All right, this one also very quick. Um, JC out of Tulsa says, assuming that she is a Christ-centered woman, what is the first thing you would look for in a girl slash woman? I am going to stray away from physical beauty and what go towards uh, how she like talks to people. Okay. And like how she... Um, so if she's really funny and funny at the right times mm. and like, are you can, describing like, someone in no, particular? No, okay, no. I'm just saying, I'm just saying in general. Uh, if she's like down to joke around and like can make fun of me and can take a joke, I think that's really cool. I think Jacob just described my mom. I think that's <laughs> the problem. I literally I cringed. Right? Yeah. <laughs> that's too far, Carter. We'll post a video of Trey cringing so you can. <laughs> Trey, um, I'm gonna name a physical and a non-physical. So first things first, y'all know. My physical pinnacle is the nose. It's so it's weird. Weirdest. It's not weird. <laughs> yeah. I understand. It's so Two nose, weird. you got me. Um, and uh, non-physical, <laughs> so I guess character-wise, um, just, a, just a servant. Yeah, you that's know? a big one, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I'm sorry. I, I'll tell you mine, but I just said the comment, like, like what aspects of the nose? Like, <laughs> is it the amount of holes? <laughs> <laughs> Or is if it she like, has four nostrils, that's the girl for like Trey. Yeah, like the more the better, babe. You know, like, I, don't, uh, I think um, physic- physically, I mean, there's a lot. I think there's two scales for me. And I think there's attractive enough to marry. And that goes down to like, could be like a three or two if we're talking, right? Because the main thing we're looking for as... <laughs> so funny to see it. Was like, all right. The main thing we're looking for as believers, right, is following Christ. Absolutely. And I know that's already a given. So with that being said, like, attractiveness, you know, it does vary. Because you look at someone, and when you are after the right things, physically, physically, or physical attributes start to matter so much less, you know. With that being said, I love meeting, um, like, and this is friends in general, but if we're talking about relationship, relationships, what's attracted me is like someone who like is driven with like a specific goal, you know, mm-hmm. and someone who like, say we have, you know, our life groups, right? Mm-hmm. Someone who feels led to at least show love and give guidance to people that are in her life as well. You know, people, maybe, you know, the aspect of like, if she, is she good at it and like, cause there's definitely times I'm not very good at leading people. I can I can tell you that. But the aspect of does she want to, or does she have the heart to serve and uh, care for others around her? That's that's something that I'm uh, attracted to. Okay. What about you, dude? Uh, for me, the first thing physically, uh, smile slash laughter. It's basic, but you know, can't. Uh, not yeah. that. <laughs> None of that. Is. Uh, and then non-physical stuff, definitely the servant's heart and how she treats the people around her and like how she treats her family is really important. Yeah. Too. Yeah. All right. And the most serious question we, we received, congratulations to our week one sweepstakes winner, Christian B. out of Venita, <laughs> Oklahoma. You've won a grand prize of your question being answered. Uh, what... What do you say to those people who decide that following Christ in college will take away from the worldly, quote, college experience, end quote? Um, so I'll kick it off because uh, he messaged me afterwards and said he wanted to hear my 
opinion. Uh, for me, I know I've lived both ways. I lived the first few years of college not caring about my faith and just kind of doing whatever I wanted to do. I was dating a girl at the time, and, you know, I, I didn't care. I, I went to church, I think, two, three times maybe over two years. That's a good, that's a good amount, though. <laughs> was it on Christmas? Um, that's Christmas not, that's Easter actually not and... counting Christmas Easter okay. services well, with family. So I'm you're... on, wow. you know, I'm, I was doing, you know, decent. Okay. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> but, uh, and now I've been living this way for a year, year and a half-ish. And life has just been so much better in so many different ways. And, I mean, I could literally spend the next two, three hours talking about it. And it all comes down to, like, the community aspect that we talked about last week has definitely been the biggest part of my life going from not having a lot of people that I could like really trust and be with and be around to having a group of whom I can't even count how many people I'd consider a really close, really good friend at this point. And it's just that, um, it's just made life like so much more enjoyable. And also the fact that like, once you realize that, you can find your identity in Christ and who he says you are caring what other people about what other people think about you just goes out the window. And it's, it's beautiful because you don't have to, Oh, I'm hungry, but I have no one to go eat with. I don't want to go somewhere. Guess what? I have no problem walking in somewhere, grabbing something to go and going and sitting at home and being alone. It's, it's great. Right. And before I would definitely be like, Oh, I can't do that. Like I don't want to, and I'm not saying I never did it, but... I it's the image thing. I right. It's it's that. definitely yes, like, a, oh, I care what the other people around me see in me and see, like, what my image is, right? And now it's like, I'll be out in public and I will do some stupid dance moves with, with when I'm with my friends. And, you know, it's like, I definitely would have, wouldn't have done any of that, like, two years ago. And it's just, I the biggest thing I, like, I can't stress it enough is life is so much more enjoyable living this way. Yeah. Uh, let me let me tie that into a little thing. I'm going to answer the question, but you said something about dancing, so I've like kind of uh, triggered something in my mind. Um, so like, there's a there's a story in the Bible talking about David running out into the streets naked, right? Dancing, yeah, praising God, right? right? And his wife's like, "Hey, get back in here, you know, like like you're embarrassing us, you know." And he's like, "I'm just getting started, baby." Like, right? <laughs> like, he's like, "I'm just getting started." If I could take more clothes off, I would. Yeah, yeah, like there's not like besides like maybe like shaving his head or something like that there was there was skin showing in places right. that never been seen. <laughs> right. um with that being said david had a firm grasp on what was important in life yeah. absolutely if these if you know we we believe what we say believe as christians you know you're not missing out on anything because jesus fulfills those gaps that that those temporary fills can't satisfy right and with that being said what we value as the most important in this life is, is glorifying God. Yeah. And there's, you know, we say like, this is a podcast about college. There's people that aren't even in college, you know, we're like, oh, college is so important. You know, I'm, I'm going to, you know, have fun. You know, none of this matters. And, and what does Ecclesiastes say? Like, it's like, all for vain. It's, it all it's all in vain, yeah. you know. And again, you use God's blessings to, to glorify Him. You know, it's not all easy sometimes, but whenever you get, an opportunity and a platform to be in college, use that because this is the most young people you're going to have in your life and the most vulnerable people you're going to have in your life to, to influence. So use that platform in college 
to affect the most people as possible. Yeah. I was I about to say all of that word for word. Dude, that's, that's good. Um, I'll go ahead and answer the question. I'll try to be brief. Again, like Tristan, I could talk your ear off about this. Um, but I've also lived both uh, both lives. I didn't know I was living you know, exactly. a different life because that's all I knew. Yeah. Um, so I came, so I transferred in uh, from a two-year school at a junior college. Um, I transferred in my, so- my my junior year to Oklahoma State. Um, and at my two-year school, like, there wasn't that community aspect. There wasn't um, as much ministry opportunities. Um, and so I wasn't, like, constantly getting plugged in. And I wasn't being intentional uh, in pursuing the Lord. Um, and He couldn't have picked me apart from the world. Um, and, you know, I'd go to parties and, like, uh, I just wanted people to like me. Um you know, I pursued relationships for the fact of just, I wanted someone like to comfort me. Um, and so like I was pursuing the things of the world and it was an emotional roller coaster. Um, not, not that I knew it then, but like the, the joy I thought I had was just happiness and, Mm -hmm. and it was very conditional on the things. Um, but then, you know, came to Oklahoma state, um, got plugged in, in a very vulnerable time, uh, to Axios. Um, and the Lord just exposing to me like, Hey man, like you aren't following me. Like, uh, you think you are. And there's so much better for you. Um, and, and worship. So I, I had a worship, I sing in a worship song and I was just crying for like, no, like I'd never cried in worship. I'd never experienced that. And so I was just so like confused about what was going on and like all these things. And, um, from that point, um, being intentional and following Christ um, has been better. I'm not going to lie and say it's been easier because it's not. Because this world's not easy to live in. Right. Like, right. people hurt you. People uh, hurt your friends. Um, you know, people die. Like, we don't understand what we don't understand, and that scares us. And there's, there's fear and all these things, and that still exists. But my answer to all those is infinitely better than myself. And so much better. And I can place my trust in something above myself. And regardless of what happens in my life, um, of relationships working out or not, or like if I get this job or not, or um, friends entering in and exiting out of my life and like death and like all these things, it's like, I'm scared of that. Like I have fear for that. Right. But that's what faith is. Like faith isn't removal of fear. Mm -hmm. Like faith is saying, you know, whatever happens, God, I know you're good. And I know your plan is sovereign and I know you have my best interests at hand for your glory. And like Carter said, like us as believers, like we're not called to have an easier, better life. What we're called, <coughs> what we're called to do is glorify the Lord. And like, yeah, that removes so much pressure from like everything else of like, I, I don't have to worry about, um, like, so when you're faced with a decision, it's not, should I do this or should I do this? It's like, okay. If I'm actually pursuing the Lord, how can I glorify him the most? Mm-hmm. And most of the time, nine times out of 10, it's like, yeah, like that would be the logical thing to do. That would be the right thing to do. And ultimately at the end of the day, it's like, that was really hard. That was really sucky. I don't want to do this. I don't want to wake up. But you look back and you're like, okay, like I know why I made that decision now. And part of that is, is just God having our best interests at hand. And when we're called to pursue him, he knows, he knows what that entails. All right, um, so I'm going to say something. I'm sure you guys could agree with it, and a lot of other people agree with it. But sinning is fun. 
Let's, well, let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sitting is fun. But like, it's that thing, like, when you decide to give your life to Christ and like trust Him with everything, and He starts to work on your heart, um, you start to feel convicted for those things you once thought were fun. And now you're like, I'm literally killing myself. Romans yeah. six twenty three, for the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is, is eternal life through Jesus Christ. Mm. So like, it's just whew, that moves you right there. Right. Dang. Oh, shaky voice in my no, <laughs> well, yeah, uh, I honestly think that you're gonna get like a full ride scholarship from like a seminary school. You to wrap us up. What was the one quote you uh, in relation to what you just said about sin being fun? What's the one quote you say about temporary happiness? I know it, and I'll say oh, it for gosh. you if you can't remember it. I can't remember it. I'll Trey, you read it somewhere, told me, or heard it somewhere, but you told me one time. Why would you want to risk eternal joy over temporary happiness? Right, right. I and read I, that. I read that in a book. I might do a review of it. I'm and that's, keep it and that's what sin is, right? It's right. like, oh, man, like, let's go to this party. Like, oh, like this girl just broke up with me. I'm going to go drink and forget about it. Next day, wrong. You're, A, you're hungover. <laughs> Kelly, wrong. Fifth <laughs> <laughs> next day, Next day, you're like hungover and like that problem still mm. exists and your heart is still hurting. Yeah. Whereas with Christ, it's like, okay, like this girl doesn't matter on my eternal thing. So it's like... Because God's got something uh, better yeah. in store. And like, again, it's like, you know, he's not promised me a wife. He doesn't promise me that, but he promises me that if I place my trust in him, then my eternal... A, my eternal placement of where I go is better, but glorifying him and pursuing him is gives me the spirit, gives me a peace that exceeds the world's understanding. Um, I can be peaceful in times where I shouldn't be. Um, I don't know. I don't know. This is great. This is a great yeah. question. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys for submitting those questions. And next week, we may or may not be having a couple of special guests on the podcast. It's still to be determined, but it'll be a good one. We'll definitely uh, be talking about it on our Instagram page to let you know. So that way you can send in proper questions to keep up with what topic we're going to talk about with them. And so again, keep on the lookout for that at, at the kitchen table pod on Instagram. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, I know it was a little bit longer than last time, but we appreciate every single one of you for making it this far. And uh, we'll be back next t- week at the same time. See ya. Scrap. <laughs> oh, <really? laughs>